You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. It's been a while since we heard that one, right? Absolutely. Been some new tunes in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, Matt, um, ESPN did did an article here on the five thinnest and five deepest. Yeah, I saw that. Rosters in the league. You mentioned uh, the the, uh, Seahawks uh, not being the deepest uh, team. No. And uh, they actually come in at fourth on that list. They are the the least side. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're looking at the thinnest, it's the Bears. Hmm. Okay. It's the Seahawks, okay, Saints, yeah, a, the Lions and the Falcons. Okay, they're all good ones. I would put the Eagles in there as well. Um, the Saints and Eagles in particular, and the Steelers had to deal with this a little bit too. Were really hit hard with COVID salary cap stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just they they were the teams least prepared to deal with that, and nobody could have seen it coming. Then they had to cut the Alshon Jeffries, and you know we've we talked a lot about the Saints, and then the Saints are kind of crazy too. Have, like a team, I might have put the Titans on there. What it's not a they, bad one? What depth do they have? Right, right. Where I mean, are their they... defense stinks. So yeah. even if you have, oh, we got five cornerbacks. Well, they all stink. They're, none of them are good. Yeah, you, they have you, two you, receivers. You and nobody two receivers. Behind them. You got one running back. One running back and <laughs> behind them. I'm, I'm sure their backup quarterback is. Your offensive line's not very good. Who's the backup tight end behind Ferkser? You know, like. That's a pretty – I mean, that's thin as could be. That's yeah. a good one. Um, the Saints have dealt with a lot of injuries and have kind of gotten through it. So I'm kind of interested, like, when they get Armstead and Michael Thomas and a couple dudes back. That'll yeah. be interesting. They might be able to be that seventh seed in the NFC or something like that. Uh, who are the other ones? There's one other one to mention. Seattle. Seattle and the Saints – I mean, the Saints have gone two years in a row drafting, like, three guys. You know, yeah, That'll like, make your roster pretty thin. That's brutal. Yeah. And Seattle did it this year, and one of them, Eskridge, their first pick, got hurt. And they've drafted poorly to begin with, and they trade a lot of first-round picks. And then the Bears certainly should be on that list because every year, and I don't fault them for fields, every year they trade up for somebody. They trade yeah. up for Cole Komet or, you know, like, give up a next year it, second to move up. And it sounds good in theory. But it leads you down that trail. Oh, we got the guy we wanted. You better hit on him. You better hit. Yeah, and then there's two things you didn't have. Right. You know what I mean? It's not just one. Like, I'm not giving Kevin Colbert or anyone a hard time, but the Bush trade is costly. You know yeah, what I mean? Was, like, moving up is yeah. makes you thinner. You know, like, they would have had a 20th pick in the draft and other things. You know, like, yeah. uh, maybe it would have been a tight end, and then, then you draft the center instead of Friar And You know what I mean? Like, it's a, a whole ripple effect. If you trade up, it's usually not good business. Yeah, unless you're getting a, a quarterback, some so a difference maker. Yeah, if yeah. you trade up for Justin Fields, okay, right. But then they trade up for Jenkins right after but he then, gets hurt. No, yeah, they, the quarterback know, better hit. He better hit, of course. Yeah, but yeah, I, I and we'll be on. We'll talk about this a million times in the off season. If they tr- if you trade up for a quarterback, 
there's no price that's that it's you know nobody's caring that uh, KC traded up for Mahomes. Nobody even knows what they gave up or wow the Texans traded up for Watson. People don't even remember that stuff. Uh, the five deepest teams according to this article, the Ravens at number five. And that's been tested, and I guess they're four and one. You know, I don't know their depth. You know, they have depth at running back because they had to go out and sign like six guys. But they lost their top three. <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, I think they qualify. I mean, they bring in so many fourth and fifth round picks yeah. and play the comp game, and you know, they're, they're, the the factory's rolling there. The Bucks, I guess. I mean, you bring back the their exact, depth has been tested in the second. Yeah, I mean, you brought back the exact same starters, twenty two starters, but they didn't really add to it. Uh, the Bills at three. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. The Browns at two. I suppose. I don't know if they have great depth, though. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know if I could put them ahead backs. of some of those other teams. I guess if, you know, like, Kareem Hunt's I'm going to have Buffalo number one. I think Buffalo might be one. I, I, I don't have a problem with the Browns. they got a lot of guys. I mean, they've yeah. added a lot to the secondary. If we're going to count. Actually, you know the team that has a ton of depth hmm. is Houston. <laughs> they don't have starters. <laughs> they just don't have starters. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got fifty three depth guys. <laughs> they're fifty. Th- the difference between number one and fifty three <laughs> is really close compared to most NFL teams. It's interesting because they went outside with like thirty veteran guys. guys. Right. Yeah, a bunch of one year deals that are you know okay players. His uh, number one, the number one deepest roster according to this is Denver. It is. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, it's not star laden, but yeah. I mean, there was a lot of conversations as. Is Denver's roster minus a quarterback one of the best in the leagues this offseason? It's kind of a big deal not having a quarterback. I always think there's a dumb conversation because that's kind of (laughs) – I'd rather have the quarterback and you can have everything else and we go from there. With no depth. Right, right, instead of you trying to find one. Yeah, they got a bunch of dudes. I mean, they've lost Judy and, you know, and they still have receivers. They have two good running backs. they got two good tight ends, you know. Um, Back to the Browns real quick. I guess we count – I mean, what you have to – Kareem Hunt's a depth player. Case Keenum's a deep depth player. I guess. Player. I mean, they have depth. The I'm Joku's not saying that they don't. Player. You know what I mean? Like I, just and, I just know. don't know that I would put them ahead of Buffalo. Buffalo's like, Buffalo running at you in waves. And, and, and it's they have 10 rushers. defensive linemen yeah. that are all first and second round yeah. picks. A couple yeah. of running backs that are yeah. you know, decent. Serviceable. And the wide receivers, they play five all the time. I mean, and they're all good. Gabe Davis doesn't there. see the field much, and he would for most teams. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I hear Trubisky's your backup. Right. That's not bad. No, you're. that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, so um, interesting. Where would you put the Steelers? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying rank them, but do you think they're closer to deep or not? When the season started, I thought they had pretty good depth. Like, it's kind of your conversation. We, we talked about it with, like, yeah. okay, the offensive line. I was going to say the they, they O-line got, is kind of They got eight or nine line. guys that are NFL players. Are they all right. NFL starters? Well, We'll see. Know, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, you know, they had depth on the defensive line until they, you know. They lost two Then you lose two, two starters off of that. You had depth at wide receiver. A lot. You know, and right, then all of a sudden right. that's, you know, being tested. So I think the running back depth is worrisome. That's an area where they don't have great depth. I think they have quarterback depth yeah. compared to the, you know, we're trying So depth. they're probably at least middle of the pack. Yeah, I'd say maybe higher. Yeah. You know I mean? the they have three tight ends that can play. You know, if you lost Ebron or Fryermuth, you'd be okay. They, they're yeah. losing Juju, and they can handle it. Yeah. You know, they lost Banner, and they can handle it. I mean, they can, you know. So, yeah. Um, D-line's a little questionable. Um, the linebackers, to me, at one point were very questionable. But then you sign Ingram and trade for Schobert, and everybody moves down a peg. Yeah. Okay. And now you got good depth. Yeah, I think they do have good depth. <laughs> Safety isn't wonderful. Yeah. 
you know. But, oh well, so be it. But Norwood's getting some playing time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those secondary guys are getting some action. Right. It's it now experience. might pay off if yeah. Pierre and Norwood and those guys are playing. Uh, I, I also wanted to take a look here. Um, Chad Ryder. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of a draft guy, right? He's our draft guy on NFL.com. He did his top 25 senior bowl prospects at midseason in college football. College wow. football is at midseason now. Wow, that's amazing. How about that? Yeah, so it's hard to believe. But uh, you want to go from the top or the bottom? Uh, let's go from 25 to 1. Okay, we'll go from 25 I know a little bit about these guys. I'm not going to pretend like I've studied them all. Number 25 is Calvin Austin. He's a wide receiver from Memphis. Okay. He's 5'9", 162 yeah, pounds. Isn't he a tiny, yeah, fast dude? he's not going to go. In, I, he sounds like Tutu Atwell to me from Tough Louisville. to put those guys in the first round. Yes, 100%. Tough for me to say that guy was the uh, – he says, yeah, he's similar prospects, Tutu Atwell, Dwayne Eskridge, yeah. and Rondell Moore, none of whom were first-round draft picks. Right, and Rondell Moore is a special specimen who's really thickly built. I mean, Eskridge and yeah. Tutu aren't the same as Those Moore. are all second-round type guys. To good teams, yeah. You know, like if you're the Rams and you just need one thing, you know. But yeah, it's hard to play those dudes. It's 24. Remember, these are seniors too. That's the other part of this okay. equation. This isn't it's the top important. 25. There's more seniors this year than ever because right. tons of them went back, and they're super seniors and all these things. So these aren't the 25 best players in the draft. Yeah. Uh, 24. He has Kennedy Brooks, running back out of Oklahoma. Okay. 5'11", 215. I hear he's like a day two type of guy. Yeah. You know, he's not a special. He's not going to be the first round conversation. You know. Yeah. Uh, 23 is tight end from Colorado State, Trey McBride. I've heard a little bit about this guy. He's mm-hmm. 6'4, 260. Um, it's a former, former deep, wide receiver. Okay. You know. I, I think there's like five tight ends that are maybe not first rounders, but second, third rounders types. Like, yeah. usually there's not that many of them. Yeah. So uh, that's got to keep an eye on. Uh, 22 is Josh Pascal, uh, edge rusher out of Kentucky. 6'3", 278. Hmm. Kentucky's been putting those guys out, though. Kentucky puts out pros. Yeah. Because they, they've done a nice job. They just don't have the depth. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. to keep up Again, with talking about depth, they don't have. They have guys, they just mm-hmm. don't have enough guys. Yeah, <laughs> and being the SEC, it sure doesn't, doesn't make help. it yeah. much, much more feasible. Uh, 21 is the Marvian Overshone, linebacker out of Texas, 6'4", 223. I haven't I seen him. He, he draw some comparison here to uh, Zach Cunningham. Okay. And I say he's kind of a tall, he's got long, rangy. Yeah. Um, I don't think, despite being 6'4, I don't think he comes down and rushes off the edge. Yeah. I think he's a, a, a second a level cover guy. Yeah. Tight end matchup type dude. Uh, it's Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. yeah I mean, but not a top guy. 10 type of pick. Yeah. Athlete. 20. Quarterback or cornerback out of Alabama, Josh Job. Six one one ninety four. As you can imagine, he's been on a list forever. Yeah, I don't have a ton of. Would it surprise you? Let's say the Steelers sign a quarterback in okay. the in the in the off season. I could see their first draft pick, this first round draft pick, being a cornerback next year. I could too. I mean, that's a position you never want to be light at. If you look at Pierre and think he's a backup rotational player. Maybe can hold the fourth down while rookies here, or you only think you get one more year out of Hayden. Yeah, if I were to pick a defense, I mean, I guess if Edmonds leaves, maybe they draft a safety high. But I don't, I, I don't think they they'll get a safety. Yeah. Or I bet they bring Edmonds back. Yeah, remember when they when they when they drafted Edmonds in the first round? They didn't have any safeties. That was the right. You know, they, you had mm-hmm. Sean Davis, but. I mean, I, I think Davis. the obvious choice is it could certainly could be an offensive lineman of some sort if yeah. it's not quarterback. But I think a dark horse position is, like you said, corner, 
or a six-five defensive lineman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just, just, let's get one more in the pipeline that's grooming because we don't want to get old here. Yeah, I, kinda, I mean that's kind of like the the louder milk pick, pick this year. Yeah, it's, it's right, right. Like, okay, but let's, the first round version. Yeah, or even a, a nose, but not Hampton. You know what I mean? Right, like, a, 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 a big guy, nose, that can, right? A, a nada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nineteen, Jamari Salyer, offensive lineman out of Georgia. Mm, okay. It, by the way, it does look like a really good offensive tackle class. Another from what one, I understand, yeah, yeah which a lot of big guys, right? Yeah, um, Georgia's offensive line gets off the ball. Georgia's fun to watch. Yeah. I haven't watched a ton of college. Their defense is all over the place, and they're a nasty team. Uh, Eighteen, Fedarian Mathis, defensive tackle out of uh, Alabama. Okay, Alabama's defense isn't uh, not the same level. Not the, it yeah, was. it's not. There's yeah, there's, there's not top ten picks running around everywhere. Yeah, they're good. You, you can't sure. continue to to, hip, to put eight guys in the first round of the draft and and continue to be good because they all leave early too yeah, it's not that's like the they other stay part. for four yeah. years you know and you get two years out of her three years out of them as opposed to one uh 17 is uh kingsley Ingar- Ingbari- Ingar- Ingar- i'm sorry Ingbari. okay uh he's an edge rusher out of south carolina okay six four two sixty five good size from yeah. what i remember okay six four he's like bud sized yeah big thicker upfield dude okay yeah, yeah i know who you're talking about uh, 16 is Haskell Garrett, the defensive tackle out of Ohio State. 6'2", 300. There's your nose yeah, tackle type. Uh, uh, yeah. Good athlete. I mean, yeah, I've heard good things about him, too. Uh, at 15, Daniel Falele, uh, offensive tackle out of Minnesota. He is a He's monster. 6'9", yeah. <laughs> 380 pounds. I could see the Steelers liking him. I haven't studied them. I'm not saying they do or don't. But they kind of like these mashers, and I guess just reading about them and watching some clips here and there, I mean, he's every bit that big. He's a lot bigger than Banner, but he's not a bad athlete either. Yeah, how, did, yeah. how does he compare with uh, the guy the Jets? I think he's bigger. I'm, he's, I, he's definitely bigger. Yeah. yeah. No way does he run as well. Back then, ran like With, a four nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, but that's you know, like you have to get, get like a bus ticket to get around him. Yeah, I mean, but Steelers need a right tackle. Could be him. Uh, Fourteen, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver out of Penn State, 5'11", 184. He's had a really good year, from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, at thirteen, so I don't think the Steelers are going to be in the wide receiver market. No, I wouldn't. Not high, that. anyways. I mean, there's a chance. I mean, there's a really good chance they lose Juju and. Washington, but they're yeah. not going to draft him in the first round. Yeah. At 13, uh, Trevor Penning, another offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. How yeah. are they producing all these offensive tackles? That's what I want to know. Yeah, really. I think he's the athletic type. 6'7", 321. Kind of like Spencer. Was Spencer Brown out of Northern Iowa yeah. last year, too? I think Big Spencer tall. Brown ended up playing right tackle because this guy was Because this guy's better. Yeah. yeah, he's better. Yeah, but they're both like the, the big tight end turn tackle. Yeah, yeah. Brown was a third-round pick of the Bills this year. Yeah. At uh, 12 is Devin Lloyd, a linebacker out of Utah. He's 6'3", 235. Another good-sized linebacker. Yeah, yeah. It's big against these tight ends. Uh, At 11, and this guy must be really good. I haven't seen them play yet, but he must be good. He's a guard to be ranked this high. Uh, Zion Johnson out of Boston College, 6'3", 316. They're always well-coached. They always have linemen up there. I guess he's been... One of the better guards in their history, which says a lot from just what I've read Absolutely. about. The guy. I mean, yeah. that, that's a guy I, I, you would think, well, maybe a guard. Yeah. I mean, what if you don't bring back Trey Turner? You get the best guard in the draft at 17. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's typically where those guys go. Right, right. Quentin Nelson's the outlier. He's a, Yeah. You usually get the best guard in the draft 
20, you know, yeah, some, yeah. From somewhere between 15 and 30. Yeah, even in early second round sometimes. Like yeah. What was Kendall Simmons was like 32 or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, Bama um, comes late. Yeah. 10, Jaquan Brisker, safety out of Penn State. Penn State puts out athletes, man. I, I don't know what their strength and conditioning program is, but to be honest, when I was at Pitt, our strength goes, used to laugh at them because they were all machines. They put out athletes now. They're doing a lot different. And Briskers, I think, is a former corner that's bulked up and a good coverage guy, striker. You know, they, they, he'd be interesting. I mean, just kind of a – from what I've seen of him, he's kind of the Darnell Savage do-it-all type. Yeah. You know? yeah. Throw him in the secondary, see what happens. At nine, Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher out of Florida State, 6'5", 262. Okay. I don't, I mean, pretty safe to say edge rusher is off the table. I would think so. Yeah. I would um, like to bring Ingram back, too. At eight, another cornerback, Roger McCreary out of uh, Auburn, six foot one ninety. Okay, I think he's kind of a long press man corner type yeah. of guy. So he, maybe we should know that name because he absolutely could be in the mix, like you yeah, said. Absolutely. Uh, at seven, another offensive tackle. Nope. This is sets up, you know, well if, if right, you're right, the Steelers, right. this was kind of you know, all these. What lines. is the position yeah. you want to hear? Uh, Jackson Kirkland, offensive tackle out of Washington. Six seven three ten. I say he's big too. Yeah, really he's long. got the wingspan. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He's been on lists forever too. Uh, at six, this guy's fun to watch. Jordan Davis, a defensive tackle out of Georgia, six six three forty. See, he could be the nose. Yeah, but he just takes people and walk. He's what you wanted Dan McCullers to be. Yeah, you know, he's big and so powerful. He's Dan just, McCullers with. He's athletic, super athletic, yeah. and drive, and he's gonna be a first round pick. I've seen him. They have two yeah. D tackles that are beasts. Uh, at five, another offensive lineman. This one out of Kentucky. Kentucky has two guys in the Kentucky top twenty-five. Putting dudes out. Jamie yeah. Davis last year. Yeah. Darian Kennard, uh, offensive lineman. He's probably more of a guard. He's six five, three forty-five. Mm, I say he's a big-bodied, thick guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at four, you've got Adam Anderson, Ed, another guy out of Georgia, edge rusher out of Georgia. He's the edge rusher. Yeah. Six five, two thirty, a little light in the pants. He's but, real lean, yeah. But he's you know quick twitch, explosive off the snap type of guy. They had him in the Ojolari last year. You know, I mean, they got a lot of those type of guys. Yeah. At three, Chris Olave. Uh, yeah, people familiar with him. Ohio he's a lot around here. He Six, made a one catch this past weekend yeah. too. Yeah, he's a good player. He's, he's been, a real good player. Been that for a while. I bet he's a first rounder. Yeah. Two, Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher out of Michigan, 6'6", 265. He kind of looks like soon to be Aaron Smith in about ten or fifteen pounds. You know, he's real <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah. You know, he he doesn't really just scream off the edge. You, you line him up and down, up and down the, the line of scrimmage, put ten pounds on him, and maybe he's a three four defensive end type. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then number one, the only quarterback on the list hmm. among the seniors, anyways, that's Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty. If people aren't familiar with him, they should go YouTube him because it's I, interesting. I watched him play against Syracuse a little bit. Okay. Um, and that's a game that Syracuse isn't great. But they're D1. But yeah, it's I mean, a D1. Yeah, yeah right, it's, right. A, it's a it's a Power 5 school. Um, he he destroys the Liberty-level oh, people. That, yeah, I mean, that right. conference, he just it, – it's it's cheating. Yeah. He's uh, an Auburn transfer, too, yeah. so it's not like he came out of nowhere. He was heavily recruited. And, um, got a good arm, runs yeah, around. He's got a whip. 6'1", 225. He's, I mean, he's not the skinny Lamar yeah, type. You're he's right. He's built like a running back. Yeah. I would say not quite Trey Lance or Fields in terms of physicality, but he'll probably add a little bit. And, yeah. you know, he's not bashful. He's fast. 
I'm sure he'll need work. And, of course, Senior Bowl and things like that are super crucial for a guy like him. I, I assume he's already committed to go there. And he's exactly yeah. what the Senior Bowl wants. He should want to go there. Yeah. But he could be the first quarterback of the board. A guy like that has to go to the Senior Bowl. Has to Bowl. go to the Senior Bowl. Like you Wentz. Know. Yeah. You know, right. right. The, the right. guys from the smaller schools yep, yep, yep. have to do that because – got to check the boxes while you're there. Okay, yep. you had – you had a game against Syracuse. One. One. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um, I mean, they just need you to practice that whole week, too. And yeah. How do you learn? You know, just, I know less about you. What tapes can I watch of yours that are really you know, useful? Not many. You know, plus your blockers aren't as good. I mean, it's just, it makes it, it adds one more layer to the whole process. It makes it hard. It's hard enough already. The quarterback class this year, though, is get, it's, it's getting more interesting. Like Spencer Rattler got benched. Right. For at Oklahoma last week. He's not coming out. I would assume not. I mean, you can't use a first round <laughs> pick on a guy that get benched. Yeah, right. he's gonna go try to reinvent it wouldn't surprise me if he transfers in the in the Back once the year's be... over and right, right, try right. to go re- ends up at Liberty or somewhere like right, you know, right. probably Tears not Liberty at that, that level. Somebody else will take him though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean you know? I'm sure the I'm not making fun of Pitt and people, you know, or Syracuse would take him or you yeah. know, somebody like that that can't get the that player. Um more like a Jalen Hurts situation when he transferred, yeah. you know. I'm sure somebody wants him, but his stock's fallen dramatically. Dramatic, I mean, people talked yeah. about him being like the first overall pick, which yeah, now never get, quite added up. To and now he's getting benched. Now he's getting benched. Yeah. But again, I, far from an expert on the quarterback class or the draft class, but it looks like there's six or seven dudes, yeah. you know, and none of them are Locker Lawrence or, you know, but neither was Mayfield, neither was Wentz, neither was Goff, neither was Kyler Murray. You know I mean? Yeah. Like at this time... Uh, a lot changes. Neither was Justin Herbert. Neither was Herbert. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, absolutely. You know, neither you, was Burrow. Yeah, I mean, if you look, I mean, Mahomes was the 10th pick in the draft. Yeah. Just because you don't have the number one overall pick. Sure. Watson was later. Yeah, it doesn't mean right. you can't get your guy. No, absolutely. You know, I mean, at this point, what was it, two years ago, everyone's tanking for Tua. Well, Burrow and Herbert are way better than him. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean? It's not even close. It's not even close. Talk about being on the hot seat. Like Miami, but every day should look at Tua and be like, we really should take taken Herbert. <laughs> Even if this guy turns out to be fine. We really took I mean, this dude the, over Herbert. Know, look where Bill's got Josh Allen. He wasn't no, right? he wasn't the first guy taken. And he needed work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But no, the, you don't the, have to the tools the were there. Part. Tools were crazy. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the Liberty dude. Yeah. It's just, you know, so don't fall in love with, oh, we got, yeah, the Steelers got to trade up to the first, you know, first over. No. Yeah. no. If they're picking 15. I mean, the, what was Watson? Watson was 10, right? Something like that, because Mahomes went after him, yeah, Mahomes right, was, right after him. Mahomes was 10, Watson went, yeah. Right in that neighborhood, maybe he was 9, or maybe yeah. he was after I mean, They both were in the top 15, but not in the top 8. Right. And they both were playoff teams that traded up for a they quarterback. Didn't have to guy. give that much up for, right. like a future first. It's, and, I mean, you, we talked about the Bush trade. Mm-hmm. To move from 20 to, to 10 to ten to get your quarterback. They don't care who you're going for. It oh, doesn't cost okay, more you give up that first-round pick, your sec, maybe your second, and a future whatever, third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the cost. You That's might be better than trying to move first. up, oh, we're going to trade three first-round draft picks to go up to number one to get this guy. Who's a 50% chance of hitting if right. history teaches us anything. I mean, that's I mean? a far easier price to, play, to pay. Mm-hmm. Especially in a class like this. If it's, we really like strong and how. And if they get out of the top ten, we'll be aggressive to go get them. Or, yeah, I know we both have mixed feelings about Mac Jones, but apparently the the Patriots liked him all along. They realized he'd probably be the fifth quarterback off the board. We'll sit here at 15, 
And I know these seven teams that just drafted quarterbacks aren't going to take one. Right. You know, the Jags the aren't going to take yeah. one. The Jets aren't going to take one. We got Cam here. If we, if we have to play with Cam again yeah. this year, so be but it. We're not going to give much up, but we're going to hold tight and hold our water, and they end up getting their guy. So we'll see if it works out. But it's a heck of a lot easier to swallow a piece of bust if it didn't cost you more. Right. You know what it's I mean? It's just a pick. And it seems like this draft might work that way. Like, let's say the Steelers pick somewhere between, I don't know, 13 and 23. They might get in the playoffs and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And there's six quarterbacks that are all sort of similar. Probably one's there, you know. Without probably too somebody that okay, you know, right. we like it. We have a first round grade on this guy, mm-hmm. and you take him, um, yeah, and see, yeah, and match him with a Rudolph or a veteran or whatever. It's a possibility. Or they could trade for Russell Wilson, and none of that happens. They got they Ben Roethlisberger at eleven. What's that? They got Ben Roethlisberger at eleven. At eleven, right, right, and. A lot of people had Ben ranked over Rivers and Eli. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've ever found that out if the Steelers did or not, or if they'd ever tell you the truth. But my year in the Browns, and Bill Cowher liked Rivers. I know that. Really? Yeah. And uh, my year with the Browns, I went back and read all the Browns reports on those three, and they had the highest grade on Ben. They yeah. weren't shopping for quarterbacks then because they're foolish. Yeah, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure a lot. They weren't the only team, though. Is my but point. But that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. You know, right. so hey, we just we just spent money on this guy two years ago. We got this mm-hmm. guy we just drafted a year ago. Like, yeah, you know. And you know, I mean, of course, the, a lot of teams will open up quarterback needs, but the Bengals and the Jags and the Jets. I mean, they're not drafting one this year, no matter what happens. Right. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of those teams. Absolutely, and they're still going to be picking high. Oh yeah, I mean the, <laughs> the Jags and the Jets, and right, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, it's interesting. We'll talk a lot of. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue to do that. But that's a, gives you a rundown there of the uh, top twenty-five seniors right mm-hmm. now. Uh, and what they're going to have to balance too is, well, should I give up a first-round pick for a solid veteran or roll the dice, use that first-round pick on a tackle and sign somebody else, or you know what I mean? Like you yeah. have to weigh all those things. Or boy, if they have some cap space, they could sign this dude, or you know. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.